Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Welcome back to Caravan of Garbage, everybody. And you all know when it's time for another Saw episode because Mason rolls up into my house on a tiny little red bicycle, (laughs) squeaking down the road with a sinister look in his eye. Leave a like if you could because he needs to get that bike oil, don't you, Mason? And that will go towards that. I feel the squeak's part of its charm, though, you know what I mean? Sure. Maybe I'll make it extra squeaky. (laughs) I'll put some cheese, some... uh... I'll put some, uh, what's that cheese? It's a cheese, the squeaky cheese. In the squeaky cheese. The squeak, yeah, I know the one you squeaky made. Squeaky cheese. Ben, put up the name of the squeaky cheese. You get it You get it a side dish at a cafe. So you, are you eating the squeaky cheese on the bike? Yeah, but I'm doing it on microphone. It's really oh, annoying. Oh, yeah. very good. So this week, of course, we've come back to this franchise to talk about Saw 2, which was... Saw Control. That's right. It was rushed into production. And boy, does he have Saw Control, you know yeah, what I mean? He certainly does this time around, because... The idea of this film was that it was a different script called The Desperate, which for years was trying to get made. And oh, then, then a guy who knew a guy who knew a guy, Exactly, right? yeah. So director Darren Lynn Bozeman uh, came on board, said, I'll, I'll helm this franchise. They made some tweaks with Lee Whannell, who, of course, was involved in the first Saw. And, I was and making a tweak, that exactly. guy. Exactly. And so the whole thing was then built around the character of Jigsaw, uh, who spent, I just found out in watching the behind the scenes of this, I thought it was a body, like a fake body on the floor in the first saw. That was Tobin Bell. He lay there for four days. Wow. <laughs> wow. So it must have been cheaper in the budget to pay somebody to lie on the floor than to build a dummy. I guess so, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, but in this one, the, the budget's massively been increased. There's so many dummies in this. There's <laughs> just buckets of dummies everywhere, just bits and pieces of mannequins. Just a house full of dummies running around killing oh each God. other. Well, that's interesting, isn't it? That, um, I mean, one of the characters I would describe as just a guy who just deliberately walks into traps. Like he. Yeah. They're like, you know, there's going to be a trap behind that door, right? And he's like, yeah, but I'll be fine, I reckon. You talk about the gun? The trap that's just oh, a gun? No, that's, yeah, that, well, yeah, I guess so. There is a trap that's just a gun, yeah. <laughs> so which one are you talking about? I'm then? talking about the guy. I think he's a drug dealer. Right. He's, he's the big one? Yeah, and he slices the back of his neck open. He cuts a perfect square off the back of his neck without even looking. Incredible. How would you even know you could do that until you did it? Do you know what I mean? And as he's dying, he's like, oh, this is my... <laughs> 
This is my secret talent. Can I translate this in uh, big money, big prizes? But do you want to talk about the story this time around? Yes. Because it's sort of the extreme, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So what's Jigsaw up to? Okay, so this time, mm. his vague mission yep. of making people appreciate their own lives by mostly killing them yep. uh, has, has moved further. Yeah. This time, he's kidnapped Donnie Wahlberg's son, Donald Wahlberg. Donald Wahlberg, but in this case, he's a crooked cop. He's done some stuff, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah. He's not on the take, but he does like to plan evidence on people, so that's pretty bad. He's clearly not on the take because he's wearing the biggest suit I've ever seen when he's introduced. <laughs> he's swimming in that suit. Is that Mark Wahlberg's suit? Might be Mark Wahlberg's suit. <laughs> yeah, because he's all biceps, that guy. Isn't yeah, that's he? probably true, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so they, they've been put in a scenario, if you mm-hmm. don't mind me saying I so. I do mind that, actually. You, you don't mind. And they have to escape within a certain amount of time because they have also been poisoned. Mm-hmm. And it is revealed, spoilers, 2005, that they all have connections to Donald Wahlberg mm-hmm. because he, he planted evidence on all of them. That's right. Except maybe one twist. That's what the big suit is for, evidence. It's filled <laughs> with it's filled with shonky evidence. Yeah, but I think the difference between this one and the original one is I don't care about any of these people. There's not a person in this movie that I flinched at dying or had to put their hand in a weird box or whatever. Well, here's the thing, though. Whatever. Did you know going in, mm. spoilers for this movie that came out 15 years ago, that uh, Shawnee Smith, Amanda, the secretary from Becca, did you know she was in on it at the time? Yes, because... Oh, no, sorry, not at the time, but I barely remember watching this on DVD okay, when, right. when it came Because I went in knowing that twist. Okay, I'm, right. I'm aware of that. It's, it's just soaked yeah. in my consciousness. So for you, then, it was more about the sortuations. Sortuations? Is that a new one, or is that the same as the last I thing you said? I can't remember what I've done. Okay. Yeah, but, yeah. Have you considered sornanigans? <laughs> That's pretty good, right? Not Let's bad. do sword adigans. I feel like also they're not they're not incredibly bright, and that uh, as it goes on, they're, they're more poisoned, so they sure, they, yeah. they, uh-huh. they get dumber, which is also very unfair, isn't it? Though, yeah, and it seems like a lot of the traps though are very simple. Because one of them is like climb into a furnace, and there's like a oh yeah, because they need to get all the the um the antidotes. There's a needle on a on a chain, mm-hmm. and he just gives it a big yank, uh-huh. even though he's climbed inside a furnace. Sure, yeah. And let's just let's just do this. Also, like Jigsaw is famous at this point; he'd have to be, yeah, right? Uh-huh. So, if you're up to sornanigans, mm-hmm. if you've been forced into some sornanigans, yeah, you'd be looking at everything. Do you yeah. know what I mean? You would be questioning every time you took a step. Turned a doorknob, twisted your head a weird way because maybe you got a bomb in your ear. Yeah, uh-huh. you, you don't know, do you? You question everything before you cut in your own eye to get a key out of it. <laughs> oh yeah, that was pretty grim, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, these are grimmer and more kind of shock value traps, like the like the big pit of used syringes. Oh my et goodness, yeah, oh, very unpleasant. So what they did with that, it was one hundred and twenty thousand syringes apparently, mm-hmm. and. What they had to do, they had to remove all the needles and then replace them with like a, a fibre tip. Ah. And so that's how they get that kind of Like a look. felt tip. Like a felt tip. And then they're tip. like, oh, this is leaving a lot of marks. We should have, we've got to replace all these we're again. Doing, we're doing, we're doing we're it again. We're going to do it again. We're going to do it again. <laughs> yeah, but that was, that, that's what I remember from this movie in particular. That's, that's so grim. And I think uh, in watching behind the scenes stuff, something that stood out to me is the sound design in this is great. Mm-hmm. Because when, you, when someone crunches into that pit yeah. and they're rolling around in there, it's just like, oh God, yeah. you know, it's, it's very unpleasant. But I think you're right in that perhaps, and again, I haven't seen all of these. Mm. Oh, we should also point out, yeah, because we're kind of watching this insane universe unfold week to week. Mm-hmm. So I know people are like, well, actually, that makes sense in whatever. We don't know that at this point. We'll, that's true. we'll get to it, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's what I was going to say. I, I wonder, you know, perhaps partly the decline of these uh, movies was down to the fact that what 
uh, we've got here is like a, a bunch of scenarios that could be solved by people on Reddit. Scenarios, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Like, I think at this point, everybody, there would be like a jigsaw killer subreddit. Yeah. And every trap would be finely detailed and people would, you know, go through them in a fine tooth comb, right? And then every time Jigsaw puts some people in one of his death traps, at least one of them would be like a Jigsaw killer expert at this yeah, point. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. You know, and they and they would do it like they were doing an escape room. Yeah. They could be like, okay, you're the numbers guy and uh, you're the big picture guy and you walk around the room and see and uh, make sure uh, make, make sure there's not just a regular gun yeah, to absolutely. blow my own head off. Uh, test the wall to see if there's metal on the other side. Yep, there is. We're trapped in here. Yep, we just had to <laughs> check. It's like he, he wasn't going to miss that, but you got to check, obviously. Okay, now obviously uh, we're looking at these monitors, so we should make sure that this is actually live. Is the way we can do that? Because you know, often tired. At least once he's done the thing where we think it's live, but they've actually been recorded. Yeah, absolutely. Did this happen earlier? Yeah, yeah, you know? definitely. Yeah. Though I think he'd be like, say, those Game of Thrones boys, where he's keeping up with the Reddit and he's, he's one step ahead. Oh, you know what right. I mean? Okay. Yeah. He's like, oh, they they know there's a gun in the door. Well, guess what? There's a gun in the floor. <laughs> So yeah. you move your head to the side, you get shot in the balls. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah All sure. these kinds of things are going on. But what I found interesting about this is a lot of these character backstories that weren't fleshed out were in like extended stuff that isn't in this, oh, in this movie. Oh, like a comical book? Uh, no, just deleted scenes and oh, things okay, like right, that. Right. Yeah, but Addison, who's implied to be a prostitute in this, that's elaborated on more. Gus, whichever one that is, mm-hmm. is an embezzler of money. And, and apparently the glass uh, box trap, you know, where you got to put your hands in, that's uh-huh. symbolic for him, like, reaching for the cookie jar. Because that's actually what I do like about this. These traps are specific to specific people in the house. Uh-huh. But it doesn't go that way, like, at all. It's just anybody doing anything, really. They're just, they're just running wild. Well, that one in particular, uh, the woman who goes for that particular trap, mm. she receives the, the little tape... Yeah. And she just throws it away. Well, she doesn't have the tape recorder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm wondering what would be on that. The most I can imagine is on that tape. She put They, they put it in the tape and it's like, now you want this syringe, don't you? Well, um, as you can see, the, <laughs> the lock is on the back of the box. The key's in it, so... Um, Make uh, your choice. Make, <laughs> okay, I think I'll use the key, to be honest. Yeah, but I guess maybe he was counting on that point that they'd turn on each other. or uh, Maybe. But no, maybe he's rooting for them. Maybe he's watching this going, good Lord, this was one of my easiest. I gave him so many clues. <laughs> you can see the key on you the back of the, the box. You can see the key on the back of the box. I want to talk about Tobit Bell as Jigsaw okay. uh, in this because he, he does get a lot of time to shine in this. Uh-huh. I mean, he's in the first movie a lot, but he doesn't, he doesn't do a lot, you know what mm, I mean? Because you yeah, don't right. know it's him until the end. But you find out about his origin with how he gets cancer and he has the car crash. You also find out that he's like, oh, no, no, I never called myself Jigsaw. That was the press. I merely cut Jigsaw shapes out of people. <laughs> and that went to represent that they were missing a piece of them that would make them whole. And, and they, they made the, the jump to calling me Jigsaw. But, but I would I would never. No, obviously that's going to happen, idiots. I wanted to be called the puzzler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wanted to be called the rainy day surprise. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Ooh, puzzles. And he, and he even makes a comment of like, I never murdered anybody. Yes, you have. What about the shotgun trap from the first movie? That's a murder. What about the time you stabbed the guy with the blade <laughs> in your wrist? Remember that? I mean, oh, he didn't yeah. die, but I mean... Attempted murder. Attempted murder's pretty bad too. Yeah. What I found very interesting about this movie also is that they rebuilt the Saw bathroom. Oh, yeah, I wondered about one. that also. Yeah. So that's not... They didn't use the old set. That was no. demolished, presumably. It was an absolute like labour of love, and they're constantly shifting tiles and pipes to get it. I mean, I didn't look at it that closely, but it seems like... Yeah, that, that's, that seems accurate enough to me, uh-huh. I guess. But what's amazing about this is, and I love this for, say, the original Star Wars movie, 
when you have to recreate like an old shitty set, it costs so much more money uh-huh. to do this thing where at the time you just went, whatever, just yep. slap it together. We've got, we're very limited on time and money. Yeah, and yeah. then you have to be like, we have to recreate the last homestead. So we're going to get the tiling right yeah, on the ceiling uh-huh. and all of these different things. They don't make those tiles anymore. So we've got to like <laughs> get them custom made. Or yeah, whatever. exactly. Yeah. As you mentioned though, it was all... It was all pre-recorded. It had all happened earlier, Ocean's 12 style, mm. which is, was about stealing a Fabergé egg and hol- <laughs> holograms and fake and real Julia Roberts. That's right. Yep. It's, a, it's a real situation. So, yeah, all the murdering had, had already happened and it was revealed, as you said, that the receptionist from Becca is the, is the new is the new jigsaw. And there's also a moment where Tobin Bell's like, do you know what the, the cure for cancer is? It's immortality. No, <laughs> there's an act. There, there will be an actual cure. You know what sure, I mean. Yeah. At one point, it's not. It's not that you create a bunch of traps and then somebody <laughs> takes on your legacy. No, not Batman either. Like it's this legend living on. Also, he's so unfair because he's like, you need to sit down and listen to me, detective. You need to listen very carefully. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not telling you a story. These are all clues. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that he said the word safe. Which means that Donald Wahlberg's son was in a safe in the in the room with them. Right. So if Donald Wahlberg had have said, "Oh, safe," so he's in the safe. Would Jigsaw have gone? Yes, you got me. Actually, <laughs> well done. Well yeah. done. Good work. Because because then, like, what's the lesson in that? Mm. Because because also the footage shows his son <laughs> in a different location. But he said the word safe. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. 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 Insanity. Also, he did say he he said to the people in the house, he was like, "The code for the safe is in the back of your mind. It's not. It's on the back of your neck. That's where <laughs> yeah, it is. Different, isn't it? You yeah. split. You, you might say I'm splitting hairs, but uh, <laughs> I disagree. No, I completely disagree. Yeah, he's not great at clues. He's better at bo- weird boxes, isn't he? Boxes, yeah. <laughs> boxes and chains and ropes and mm-hmm. and etc. and so forth. Was this? Did you find this like a satisfying? conclusion though or a satisfying entry in the I franchise. I think I would have if I'd seen it at the time. Yeah. But again, it's one of these ones where I'm like, ah, uh, what what's 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 this guy all about? What's his <laughs> son I like it? It's uh I don't think you're playing fair. Who's bleaching his hair? What's right? he up to? Yeah. Yeah. Nah. Fair enough. Do mm. all these traps have a have a deep psychological meaning? Like, is the one where the the, the stairs collapse and the cop gets his leg broken, <laughs> and and the cage is electrified? Yeah, 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 yeah. Is is that guy like getting caught in that trap and he's like, ah, oh, cheated on my wife? <laughs> <laughs> and Jigsaw's like, yeah, I got you. And I didn't murder you. That's just right. to clarify, you all saw it. I didn't murder him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but this though was a big hit. It outperformed uh, number one, first saw. It was also in its first week of DVD release. It sold over three million units making it Lionsgate's fastest-selling DVD at the time. And maybe ever because, you know, DVDs now, they're not what they used to be. If you want the Saw franchise, you could... you could rent it just straight out of a hot out of a red box, couldn't you, Mason? <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's, it'll shoot it out at you yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like like lightning. You could have gotten it delivered in the mail, a la Netflix. Exactly. Whenever that started <laughs> and stops. No, it didn't stop. Apparently, we've had letters about it. I mean, people, people still, still, still doing it. it. Yeah, yeah wow. absolutely. And you can get all those episodes of Bridgerton on DVD. Mm. Can you imagine? Anything else to say about this? There's a lot of creativity in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well done on repurposing a script. It's gross as ever. You know it what is I mean? Gross. It's They'll true, make yeah. a gross house yeah, yeah. In, the, in, the, in the blink of an eye. I mean, it was eye. certainly entertaining. Yeah. But, you know, obviously, at this point, when we watch all the subsequent movies, every time the movie starts, I'll be like, the clue to get out's probably in the first room. <laughs> so they're all. <laughs> it's, been, it's been in the first room both, both times. Just. Um, yeah. 
the the first thing you examine and go, oh, this is probably useless. Mm. It's probably the escape. Yeah, it's absolutely. probably how you get out. I don't know. Yeah, if he says something about you've got your eye on it or it's in your mind or you need to listen very carefully because there's a key in your ear, you should pay attention to that. Oh my God, there is a key in my ear. <laughs> it's incredible. That's why my ear is bleeding so much. Mm. He jammed a key in there. Yeah, so things really open up though in Saw 3 and Ben, who edits this, says that it's kind of like a nice wrap-up to these first three. Oh, I see. And it kind of brings things full circle. So we'll oh, Does that mean see. we're seeing the return of Donald Wahlberg? Oh my God, can you imagine? Well, I don't want to spoil things, but yes. Oh. That was a big deal at the time because Donald Wahlberg was like, I can't, I'm too busy flipping these Wahlbergers. I can't make another Saw movie. Mm. But maybe he does make a little reappearance in some other cameos you might know and love. My passion's getting grease in my hair. <laughs> What's going on with his hair and Mark Wahlberg's hair? What do you mean? Different hairlines is all I'm saying. They're not the same person. You no, know I understand that, right? that, but they're the same blood lineage. <laughs> okay, right. I don't know. I think Mark Wahlberg, he's, he's on some Finistride. He's doing some He's doing some transplants. I don't know what he's doing, but I'm okay. saying they've got there's a different hairline situation going on there. Okay. And if you're listening, any of the Wahlbergs, I don't give a fuck which one. Tell me what's going on in the difference between tell Donnie us Wahlberg. The Wahlberg <laughs> tell us the Wahlberg secrets. <laughs> if you could, yeah. Anyways, it's been Caravan of Garbage. We do this every week. If you want to see him early, go to bigsandwich.co. They go up a day early along with a bunch of bonus podcasts, movie commentaries, our podcast, The Weekly Planet, which normally comes out Monday, comes out on Sunday the day before, doesn't it? Nice, perfect. And though we are coming back for Saw 3, if you've got any suggestions, leave them below. We'd love to look at it. Saw 4? Yeah, probably at one point. (laughs) Okay, great. Depending on how well Spiral does, doesn't it? Oh, that's true. Uh, Mm. If it doesn't do well, uh, these are sinking like a stone. Absolutely. We're putting them in a box and the code to the box... It's in the box too. It's in your hands. <laughs> oh. It's literally a piece of paper I put it put in your hands. <laughs> wow, there. that's terrific. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent. I'll get on that. Thanks for watching, everybody. Grab that gem, you guys. And I was thinking of halloumi. That's the cheese I was thinking of. That's a squeaky cheese. It's a very squeaky cheese. Also a curd cheese. Curd, that's pretty squeaky. That'll, that'll squeak you right out. Yeah, yeah. That's great. great. I can't wait till you roll in next week with your squeaky cheese. Goodbye. Thank you, bye, everyone. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want, it's up to you. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.